Welcome to the God Reports podcast. Today we have a special interview from 2013 with journalist Mark Ellis. Well, we're uh, very happy to have with us today Tessir Abusada, who was raised as a, a Palestinian Fatah fighter in the Middle East. Uh, he grew up hating the Jews, and when he came to the, to the United States, that those intense feelings of hatred uh, came with him until he had his heart and his entire life transformed uh, after accepting Jesus Christ as his Savior. And that led to some, some surprising uh, ministry opportunities that he's going to share with us today. Mark, it's so good to be with you again after uh, you wrote this story uh, in the past. Um, the mindset of the Palestinians, uh, even in the Arab world, not living under the Israelis, is that we have a homeland that was taken from us and we're going to get it back, whatever it takes, the price. And we grow up you know, hating Jews because of the fact that they have caused us to be refugees. Well, even after you were able to come to America, that feeling still lingered with you, didn't it? Oh, absolutely. That feeling never goes uh, out of a Palestinian because, you know, a Palestinian feels a refugee wherever he goes to live. Now, you were working in a restaurant in Kansas City, and uh, you even dreamed of poisoning some of the Jews who frequented that restaurant. Yes, I did indeed, and uh, thank God that was not uh, done. I believe it was a part of God who influenced me not to. But, uh, you know, those uh, Jewish customers that I had, they really loved me and respected me a lot, but yet I could not find any any liking for them at all. Well, there was one customer who took an interest in you and, and uh, tell us about that encounter. Yeah, that was an incredible encounter. Charlie Sharp is his name, was one of my one of my first, who actually was the first customer that I have served as a busboy my first day on the job, and he was kind enough to take time to thank me for clearing his dish, which really touched my heart. And from that point on, I made a decision I was going to take good care of this man. And we, uh, I grew that restaurant, became a manager, and 19 years later, I was about to own this restaurant. And Charlie's still in the picture, and he was trying to help me find a location to, because I wanted to move that place, the restaurant to another place. And that one time he told me about a place, and I, I just happened to have seen that place three days before. And uh, the fear that cried me when, when cried me when I walked into this building, which used to be an old funeral home. So I shared that with Charlie, and for the first time. He looks at me, and 19 years we've known each other, and he says, Tass, you know why you feel that way? I said, no, why? He said, because you don't have the fear of God in you. That really struck me. That he had such a piece of him that I was so desperately wanting. And uh, he told me in order to have that, I must love a Jew. And that just, just threw me off for a loop. He knew how much I hated the Jews. But then he calmed me down after I told him I'd never love a Jew, and and he said, let's go and sit down. And we sat down, and I asked him, what is this connection he had? He said, well, what do you know about Jesus Christ? I said, well, you know, Jesus will believe in him. As a Muslim, you know, Jesus is a prophet. He said, well, he's more than that. He's the son of God, and he's God. I said, no way. I will I never buy that stuff. First, you know, you, you know really now middling with me. First, he told me I, I, I do not have the fear of God. Then... 
You tell me I have to love a Jew, and now you tell me Jesus is the Son of God. I'd never buy that. And I got up on a leave, and he said, just settle down. And he went and got his Bible. The minute, Mark, the minute he sat that Bible between us, it's like something powerful just shook me and threw me away from it. He said, so why did you jump like that? I said, I can't touch that. He said, why? It's just a piece of paper. I said, no, it's the Word of God, and it's God. And the name of God is in it. He says, so you believe this is the Word of God? I said, yes. Now, why did I say yes when I'm, as a Muslim, we don't believe the, the Bible is still valid as the Word of God? He says, so you believe this, the Word of God? I said, yes. He said, well, if you do, let me read to you what it says about Jesus Christ. Fair enough. I said, fair enough. And he opens the Bible to the book of John. And he reads to me from, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God in the beginning. When he started reading to me, that's when I lost control. I started shaking, and I didn't know what was happening. The next I know, I was on my knees on the floor, with my hands lifted up, inviting Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior. And that moment, I felt something I've never experienced. I never felt peace like that. I felt that moment, the joy and, and some love that came into my heart. And what's so interesting was the day after I was saved, the first people that came on my heart to pray for were the Jewish people before my own people. And I was praying, oh God, bless your people Israel. God gathered them to the promised land. I heard myself praying that I put my hand on my mouth and shut my mouth with my hand. What am I saying? Those are the people I was fighting for the land. And that was another revelation that was proving to me that there is some super true superpower that took me over and changed me. And you've actually met some uh, Jewish friends now and you've become close to them? I work closely with Jewish friends, believers and non-believers as well. And uh, we all seeking peace for our people. God has given you a surprising love for the Jews and transforming your heart. Has incredible. Incredible love, and we work on reconciling Arab and Jews to the Father and each other. Well, after my my life was changed and my heart was changed towards the Jews, and they were the first to come on my heart to to pray for. Along after that, my people, the Lord just continued to uh, to press on me to establish a reconciliation ministry between Arabs and Jews, and reconciliation between the Arabs and Jews to the Father and to each other. And uh, then we met Moran Rosenblatt, who you remember, you wrote the article uh, about us uh, last year, I believe it was. And we met, and that led to a further ministry. Now we have both a ministry. Mine is called Hope for Ishmael, which is the father of the Arab people, and his is Hope for Israel, which is the, uh, the father of the Israelites. And we're both working together to reach out to each other people as well. Now, Moran Rosenblatt was a former Israeli soldier who hated Palestinians Amen. because Amen. many of the, his friends had been killed by Palestinians. Tell me about how you two came together. You know, we met at a conference for uh, that has been taking place for 11 years before we met between Arabs and Jewish believers, and we both were invited to share. And after hearing him sharing about his experiences, and about his friends that were killed by suicide bomber. I felt such a pain in my heart for him. I felt his pain. And so I went to him after he came down, and I looked him in the eyes, and I said, Moran, my name is Taisir Abu Saleh, and I'm a Fatah fighter. 
And when he, I said that, he jumped back and he took a step back and he said, okay, what do you want? I said, I want to let you know and tell you that I truly love you. And I'm sorry about your friends that were killed. He was just stunned. And at that moment, the, the coordinators of the conference called for us groups to come together and pray together for each other. And it just happened that me and Warren were standing there and, and his uh, rabbi at the time and a couple of my friends. And we had shoulder to shoulder holding each other uh, and praying for each other people with tears. We were praying for the peace of Jerusalem with weeping and tears, feeling the pain for each other. And from that point on, we become very close friends to partner together in many conferences and speaking engagements. This has really become the only answer for the Middle East, isn't it? Is God transforming human hearts, one heart at a time. You know, there is a saying Kennedy said. He said, uh, peace could never be achieved through human endeavor, but only by true transformation of the heart. And that's really what, what, what it is all about. And uh, I'm grateful to have that opportunity. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Best of the God Reports podcast. To find more interesting stories, go to godreports.com or continue listening to other episodes that we've recorded.